NBA All-Star Weekend is coming up, everybody. We just had the trade deadline pass, a lot going on. Three-point contest, skills contest, and the dunk contest. And the All-Star game on top of everything. Me and Steve are back with you guys to kind of talk about the fun of All-Star Weekend. Yeah, and Lou, I feel like All-Star Weekend has really changed a lot since kind of like we grew up Mm -hmm. watching the NBA, you know what I mean? I like it. Um, No, it's definitely a change for the better. Uh, Just getting, getting more involvement from I, I feel like there's more involvement now from a lot of stars than there was kind of back in the day you know what I mean people, yeah people are really kind of going out of the way to make sure that they're in the dunk contest that they're in the three-point contest and the skill challenge you know mm-hmm. um so I, I think it was really cool in in the new draft process what they do uh to kind of decide the all-star teams is cool even though yeah. I I did like when when you would just be from from your division the east and west you know what I mean and everyone kind of wore their own jersey like yeah that was I, that, cool that's how I how I remember like like the all-star game kind of growing up you know um but i do think like as far as like when, when they go to draft and teams like yeah you get to play with your friends and like it, it makes it like a little more competitive because you're choosing who you play with um but i i think like lebron's team like is just kind of like op you know what i mean Compa- it is compared to Giannis. it is but like in a way you never know i say this every year i'm like damn this team below like last year i said i was like damn uh, I think it was Giannis last year too. Like, damn, he drafted a poop team. Like, yeah. why would he do that? Like, and they ended up winning, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. So, like, it, it's kind of crazy because, like, Trey Young isn't starting. I'm pretty, or he's like a bat. I think it, no, it's actually him and Kemba. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Uh, the East. So, I mean, like, that's a good bat. Like, it's an All Star game. Like, there's not going to be defense played. No, for sure. So we'll see. I just thought it was a little foolish of him. Like, he was like the. LeBron drafted AD and he was like, "Oh, I'll draft Embiid. He's a center too." It's yeah. Like, what? Nah, I know. It's like this isn't like a real like this isn't real. Like yeah, you could have yeah. drafted four other gods and you would have been the center. Like Giannis le- led to kind of like his whole East Side team. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I like that, but like, uh... well, because think of it, uh, Embiid. He was one of one of I think it was his first pick. Yep. He's from the East. Kemba and Trey Young are both from the East. Siakam was the second. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Those I'm pretty sure those were his top four guys. Yeah. Um, but it's all good. Uh, after the trade deadline, we, we saw the Rockets kind of go in a different direction, and they want to play a little bit of small ball. Um, so a, a little bit of the reasoning why I think they want to go small ball is to kind of spread the court more, do more mm-hmm. ISO for, for Westbrook and Harden. And I think Westbrook kind of attacks the rack a little bit differently when there's no def- uh, big offensive presence as far as like a big guy goes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so your question that you had asked me was, do you think that the Rockets are going to survive with no center? And to be honest, for that team, like, I really do because when have you seen a center kind of be a focal point of that offense, even with Harden there without Westbrook, you know what I mean? Like, Dwight was clearly there, but that experiment didn't really work out, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it it worked for maybe a year or two, but other than that, it was just those two guys not really wanting to play with each other, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, it's probably frustrating for a guy like PJ Tucker who doesn't want to play a stretch five and have to cover all those guys at six, six. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like that's just like pretty much putting a small forward to cover a five, yeah. but the league's different now. Mm-hmm. It, it's not about making sure you have a center on the court at all times. And I, I know there's a lot of people that would debate that it never really was, was necessarily about that, but I feel like the big man was, was so much more valuable and important. Like 10, it was 10 years ago, you know? Yeah, I just, I think it's cute what they're doing. I think it's real cute. cute. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. But it's like when Westbrook doesn't shoot 50%, and What's when Harden doesn't shoot 50%, like they have been. I, I understand. Like your point is very accurate. Like they have been better. Like them two have been better since Capella's been gone. But it's like when they're not that good, and it's like, wait a minute, Rudy Gobert and Nikola Jokic are being covered by guys who yeah, are. Wh- 
like like Jokic can can stretch the floor like like he's going to abuse uh, uh, PJ Tucker. I mean like it's crazy. Let's let's for pass the playoffs right. They get to the finals. Coming out of the East, they'd have to they'd have to hope that they would play the Celtics in the finals. Just assuming that they would get there because I mean our big man wouldn't be any bigger better than theirs. You know what I mean? But if they're playing a Giannis, if they're playing like an MB, like. They're really in a tough the situation. Yeah, well, they can't play the Lakers in the oh, finals. Oh, no, I mean just period. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like, just coming out of their division, I feel like, is going to just be so much harder for them because they're at a downfall with that position. I, I think teams will really look to kind of pick on that. Like, Oh, yeah. Like you said, like like a team with the Jazz, even like the Timberwolves. You know, there's, there's yep. going to be – like the clip is that they're going to find ways to, to get – PJ Tucker like into a situation where it's a pick and roll and, and the, the coverage has to switch and it's not always going to work out for them. So even if the Rockets focus is being offensively determined into succeed that way and then worry about the defense, there's still going to be a point in time where they're going to be like, wow, you know, like I, I really wish we did have Capella. Yeah. And I, I can't believe that not that they got rid of Capella for nothing, but I just, I, I don't know. He wasn't making crazy money. Like, I, I just I don't really see like the big reasoning on, on, on the push to get rid of him, you know? They I guess they don't want to pay him and I guess that he doesn't fit like what they want to do, but it's like you didn't even get like a stretch five. Like you could have literally like you could have even just got Kevin Love and paid and like dealt with that sh- poopy contract. But, <laughs> and then you at least had a stretch five who like could board up. Like you literally have not one person on the t- like Westbrook is the best rebounder on that team. Yeah. Think about like just say that out loud. Russell Westbrook is the best rebounder on a team. I know. That is horrible. And I just, it's going to just defensively derail them at a point. Like, when they're, like, if, how would they ever, ever play the sixes? Like, you said, like, like, Simmons would just abuse that. Simmons would, like, Simmons would take anyone down in the post. I mean, if Westbrook covered him, like, obviously that would be, like, a good matchup. Yeah. But, but I don't think that PJ Tucker can handle and be down no. the post for 45 Horford. minutes a game. Yeah. Harris, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, seriously. <laughs> he's bigger than, than every player on the Rockets. And they have Tyson Chandler on the bench and they don't use him. Yeah. Like why he doesn't play is 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 out of the out of this world to me. So it'll be interesting to see if they're gonna be active in, in the buyout market. I know we've seen uh the Bucks get Marvin Williams in, in his buyout with the Hornets. Um but like I, I think there's gonna be a team like the Celtics that are gonna be interested in the bio market as well. I, I know a lot of a lot of the the buyouts come from like exceptions in all these different feasible uh, clauses that that they put in the in the league now. Um, Good. What were you gonna say? I would love to see us grab Isaiah back because he yeah. just got bought out. No. To give him a vet min, have him run the run the bench off instead of Watermaker. I just think that I just think you can't lose in that situation. I just I don't like Brad Mount Watermaker has played like a lot of like good consistent minutes for us. But I don't think that our offense has better potential with Brad Wanamaker than it would with IT. And I don't yes. think IT is, is the player he once was with us. But if you're saying that he can't provide solid minutes, like, I just don't think that's accurate. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And just like, just even from a story standpoint, it's like, we're the best we've been. And now you get him back. And it's like, kind of everything that happened as a race. Like, if they did win a championship, which I don't think is possible with, with the big men we have. But say if they did, it's like Isaiah comes back. It's like a legit. It's like a romance story. Like he comes yeah. back and he wins it with us. And baby, like, come back. Exactly. Like how cool would that be? That would be legit. Like poetic justice. No, I know. <laughs> like he comes back, wins it with the Celtics. Like he's the sixth man. That would be awesome. No, it really would. But Lou, we we had a lot of guys that did get moved 
uh, over the trade deadline. Uh, D'Lo, Drummond, Covington, Iggy, Capella, just to name a few. Which guys do you think are in the best situation kind of going forward? Uh, I'm going to say Wiggins and, and Iggy just because uh, Wiggins, I mean, Wiggins is— Wiggins too, yeah, I'm he, sorry. Yeah, he's now a fourth option. I mean, like, realistically, he's a third scoring option, but as a as a player on his team, he is now the fourth option when yeah. they're healthy. And say if they draft someone else, if they get the first pick and they draft someone like Cole Anthony, he's the fifth guy. Like, to give, like, what someone was saying, he's going to be the more athletic Canadian Harrison Bonds, which is exactly what the Warriors uh-huh. need. He's a 20-point-a-game he's a game guy who you could even have him come off the bench, kind of how our Buddy Heald has been for the Kings. Like, he has been unbelievable off the bench, and we might see that with Wiggins. He could stop, but there's no pressure on him anymore. He's not the dude. There's two guys or three guys on the court that take that pressure away from him. And then on the other side of uh, the, the conference, I have uh, Iggy. I like Iggy a lot in Miami. He's a veteran. He doesn't... I think the other day he played, like, seven minutes... Had a point and like three steals. Yeah, that's it. That's, so, that's all he needs to do until the playoffs. And I know people are like, he's washed up. He didn't need fifteen million, but it's like, he could be the difference from winning a game seven and losing a game seven. And I feel like that fits him very well. No, for sure. And I, I think that like Iggy will have a lot of defensive wonders for that yes. team down in Miami. And I, I mean, the reason why they did the trade because they do feel like his gameplay and his attitude and what he would do for. For the younger guys, it would be really beneficial for for mm-hmm. a playoff push. And with the Celtics not having a big and Bam Adebayo playing better than any, probably I don't I don't want to say forward, but any big guy that we necessarily have, you know what He's I mean? He's probably the best big man of the East currently. Yeah, well, if you don't, I don't count Giannis, Giannis as a big man, yeah. but but yeah, besides him, yeah. No, um, but but I would probably have to go in the direction of. Oh, oh this is so tough. I, I'm gonna go in the direction of Capella because I just yeah. I think that. Going forward, him and Trey Young going to be able to establish a relationship will be important. And I said this in the last episode, um, the last basketball episode we did at least, that even if this is a losing season for the Hawks, they have so many young guys that like just averaging like 15, 16, 17 points right now. But next year, those guys that are averaging like around those numbers or points should really be pushing like 22, 23, mm-hmm. just like we kind of saw the Celtics take steps with, with Jalen Brown and Tatum over the years, you know? And it, it's really clutch having four guys on the Celtics now that can average over 20 in Brown, in Tatum, yes. in Kemba, in Hayward. Versatility. And I, yeah, I feel like that's really kind of what they're trying to establish there. Like Trey Young is, is going to – he's already that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that Capella is going to drop 20 points a game, but he's going to get them 12 boards, and he can put up 15 points. Yeah. Like it, getting used in the pick and roll in the proper way, along with a lot of their young guys, and they could still bring in a stud, you know? Mm-hmm. So that that's why I go in that direction. I don't think Drummond and the Cavs is a long-term thing, so I'm not going to leave yeah. that there. Um, and I want to see a little more maturity from Cat with Wiggins kind of being out of the perspective of Minnesota. Yeah. So I, I'd love to say D'Lo too, because I think those two are like good people. Like the, I think they'll work together. I just kind of got to see it more, you know? Yeah, it's just poetic. Like, not poetic, just, but it's like classic. Like, D'Lo puts up 20-something last night. Cat puts up 20-something. They get beat by 10. Yeah. It's like, it just is what it is. Like, it'll look good on paper, but I, I don't know if it if it works long-term. And yeah, I agree. I, even if they sign Drummond long-term, it's like, you have to buy out Tristan Thompson. You have to move Kevin Love eventually. You have Colin Sexton and Seti Osman. Like, some good young players, but like, 
Ah, you need no, more. Yeah. You need more for Drummond to really like. He's basically back in the piston situation. Yeah, he he's just gonna walk at the end of the year. You yeah. know what I mean? There's nothing he can do now. And we saw like how hurt he was kind of by the Pistons when when yeah. that trade did go down. So that's why I think he's gonna want more of a say in where he plays, who he plays with, and, yeah. and I mean where he lives because you know yeah. that's important too. Absolutely, I I thought he did overblow like the. There's no loyalty. It's like, dude, you were in rumors for the last two seasons. Like, yeah. you knew this. I, I get that they didn't call you first. Like, I get that. that you need a courtesy call. Like, I want, like, hey, we're getting real close with Cleveland, like, just to let you know. Yeah. So get ready to move. But, like, to act like this was out of the water and, like, he was like, <gasps> me? Yeah. I yeah. got moved? <laughs> like, nah, dude, stop. Like, that's that's just tomfoolery, dude. You, yeah. you were going to get moved. I hate when they play that card. But uh, with the All-Star break, I mean, there are some teams that are – Hurt on a bad skid are really hot right now. What teams do you think are going to benefit most from the break? So I don't know if you are kind of going to go in, in the same direction that I am. As far as the West goes, I'm going to say the Clippers are going to be really benefited I by this I almost put them on my list. Um, they're good. The reason why I'm saying that is because they're really starting to catch stride, and I know mm-hmm. they kind of slipped with, with all the, the missing games and, and that stuff going on. But I feel like if if they do have this time and, and they're just playing All Star Weekend and, and and doing whatever, having their little time off, that maybe they'll come back and Kawhi will play more often, and maybe we could see him in a couple of back to back games. You Paul know George I mean? will be better. Yeah, well, that that's exactly what I'm saying. So if I had to go in 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 the direction of the West, I would I would say that team might be the most beneficial as far as the East goes. I I think the 76ers really need this yes. break more than anybody else. Uh, they, they've slipped a, a lot as of recently, and teams like the Rockets and the Pacers are really capitalizing on that. I'm pretty sure the the not the Rockets, the Raptors. I'm sorry, fourteen. Uh, the Raptors are on a fourteen game win streak, and I mean they they did this without Kawhi. Yep. So so just imagine like with that job that Nick Nurse is doing with all of those guys, and they have the perfect amount of veterans in there uh, just to kind of make everything work that they want to make work, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so so that those are the two teams that I would really have to say. The 76ers mentally, physically j- just need the break. Uh, we, we all know the Clippers situation. Uh, so that's the direction I go. Yeah, so uh, two teams you didn't mention that are really, actually three that I think really need the break. I think the Celtics need the break uh, just to get Robert Williams healthy and to get Tyson Cannon healthy so we can see a full plethora of big men because I feel like it's like Tyson Porea healthy one night. Then it's like, Dude, Yeah, he does stink. <laughs> and it's like, we need Robert Williams back. Like, we were so much better, and we were more athletic on the court when he was there. Uh, I think the Pacers need it badly. They have been ho-hum since uh, Oladipo's been back, and that's, that's what you expect to see. I mean, the guy came off ACL surgery. They're easing him back, but I think they really need to take a break, debrief, get the chemistry back. Come and together see. as a group. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel that same way about the Mavericks, but more just from an injury standpoint. Porzingis... Much need a rest. He yeah. won't be in the All-Star game. That's huge. Luka's getting back to 5-on-5. Five five. Tomorrow, they said, they're going to try to get him back on the court. Perfect. I, he needs that rest. I feel like they, they really need to get everything together and kind of assess where they're at. And I also think Portland's another team that it's like, debrief, we had a bad first half. We know we're good enough to make the playoffs. Let's do it. I really think those are teams that need to take a step back. And I think the Pelicans as well could use a, a break just to get Zion acclimated and be like, hey, Played a couple good games. Now let's get those knees fresh. I like that you mentioned Portland and the Mavs. Yeah. Um, Portland for sure, like especially coming off of that that tough 
call with, yeah, with yeah. the ref and stuff Same. like that. Um, so I think I think Dane will get that team uh, playoff ready soon, sooner rather than later, uh, right right after the All Star break. But I like the Mavs because, mm-hmm. like you said, with, with Luca missing time and Porzingis being banged up, um, I'd really like to see them come back after the All Star break with Willie Cauley Stein playing, and they just signed Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be it's like a, good a really pickup. good addition. Um, this team's getting more and more complete as the year comes along, yeah. you know. So, so I I think they're they're a team in the West. Not not that I would feel necessarily threatened by, but if Luca can play the way he was at the beginning of the season, just kind of being like overly dominant on all aspects of basketball, and he can be the he can be the stud that we all know for them. Perzinga steps up and. Cauley Stein provides valuable minutes offensively and defensively, and Kid Gilchrist ha- ha- like makes a role for himself with the mm-hmm. team. You know what I mean? I, I think that they'll be a scary team. That I, I don't think that they'll make uh, Western Conference Finals, but I think they can definitely make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, you don't want to see them. I wouldn't want to see Luka on, on the other side of that court. No, for sure. But but as far as All-Star Weekend itself goes, we, we know that there's the All-Star Game. we got the Dunk Contest, Skills Challenge, Three-Point Contest. And we're not going to pick a, a winner for the celebrity game on Friday night, but we're just going to dive into to everything else that that we got. It's one thing I won't watch. You know what is an underrated event at the uh, All Star game? What's that? Where they do the one old veteran. Uh, the, I think it's one female uh, player, and then they do another person where it's like that. Oh, that, like, I remember Kenny Smith hit, yeah. hit the jump shot a couple of years. It was ago. like him, him and Bosch. <laughs> it was him and like you know what I mean. They do yeah, that yeah. thing where they all go and take shots. And that's a cool event. Like that's fun. Like I don't watch the celebrity no, 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 game, I know. but that's a cool <laughs> one. But um, let's kick it off the three point contest. I have a big sleeper. Uh, my guy Davis Beatons, the guy who I wanted the Celtics to get. Uh, and I feel like every year it's like the best player should win the three point contest. It's mm-hmm. like, but I think it's way different. And I'm going with an underdog here, and I really like him. And and don't sleep on Buddy Heald either. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. And I'm gonna have to go in the direction of Trey Young. I just yeah. feel like he just looks like the. I don't want to say most natural shooter because a lot of these guys shooting is their yeah. forte. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I just think like when it, whenever he pulls up from three, like he reminds me of the Splash Brothers. He really does. Mm-hmm. Like he reminds me of Curry. He reminds me of Clay. Like it just seems so natural and automatic. You know? So yeah. so I, I would I would say Trey, Trey Young for sure for the yeah. three point contest. You know, the reason I don't like uh, a lot of point guards for it is they're usually dribbling up and coming off a screen. It's so different. You're cold, yeah. and you're just standing in one spot. That's why, like, Curry and them, like, don't really like it. They're like, it's way different than, like, pulling mm-hmm. up from three. It's like, that's why Clay's so good at it, because yeah. it's like, he just, just stands there anyway. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, on to the skills challenge. A lot of good people, and my guy Siakam, uh, who I have as a, a top three MVP guy right now with, with how the Raptors are playing, but uh, I'm going with Tatum. I'm going with the Celtics guy just because... The small guys, they're all not great shooters, and all the big guys are not all great passes. Yeah. Uh, so I really think it's Tatum or Middleton's to win this, but I'm going to go with Tatum. Got to stick with the Celtic, and I think he's just built for that kind of event. Oh, for sure. No, I, I hope Tatum takes it. Yeah, that'd be uh, dope. Always, like, I'm going to sit down and watch. I'm going to root for him to win. Um, but I'm going to go in the direction of, of a guy that's playing like really good basketball this year. He's not getting recognized for it. Spencer Didwitty. Yes, he's unbelievable. Play, he's playing really good basketball, and he's going to be a, a solid piece along with, with Kyle. Kyrie and KD, if if they can ever figure things out over there, like next year or, or so, I would I would hate for him to kind of have his play hurt when when Kyrie's playing like full and I know he's playing the point right now. I just I don't know who would become more of a yeah. shooter between him and Kyrie. You know yeah. what I mean? I I agree, and it's funny because if you look back at it, if they had kept Dimwitty at the point guard, got Jimmy Butler instead of Kyrie, 
They'd be a better defensive team, more chemistry, and you'd be a tougher team. Oh, for imagine, sure. Imagine Dinwiddie, um, Butler. Butler, KD, and then DeAndre Jordan or Jared Allen along with... Uh, the kid, uh, the kid Prince who plays power forward with him. That, that's a that's a way better team, in my opinion. Yeah. But nonetheless, I, I think that was a really cool and uh, one of the dunk contests, which I think Aaron Gordon's gonna run away with this thing. Do you? I hope so. Just because, like, I don't think Pat Connaughton's like gonna blow us away. Yeah. And I think Dwight could do some cool stuff, some nostalgia, and he's gonna boom. But like, Aaron Gordon's coming for that crowd, man. After the robbery, he he was he was in. That was that was that's a First class robbery, highway. Yeah, no, I, I mean Aaron Gordon's definitely known for for his explosive dunks and in attack in the rack. But you know I'm going with my guy, Lou. You know I'm going with Dwight. Like I can already tell you guys now when when Dwight comes out in yellow and purple and he's wearing a not he's not gonna be wearing a Superman cape. The cape is gonna have the Superman sign, but instead of an S, it's gonna be two four for Kobe. I'm telling you this right now. Probably will. I don't have any sources on this. I know that this is gonna happen. Kobe was supposed to be there with Dwight to help him out with this and anything that he can do to bring it home for Kobe, he's gonna do. Watch my man win the dunk contest this weekend. Wow, we're gonna have to cut that clip and uh if that happens, we are gonna have to repost that and let everyone know about it with of, the date and time. Of course. You can sign man. it if you want. Oh <laughs> my signature will be all over that ish. But you can catch me this weekend. I'll be in my Dwight High School jersey. My not not even his high school jersey, the McDonald's, McDonald's All Star <laughs> game. Dwight jersey. The OG. I'm, a, I'm an OG Dwight fan and shout out to Dwight, man. I looked up to you in high school, bro. <laughs> But he that did. wraps that wraps it up as far as uh, NBA coverage goes. Uh, with, with the All Star break coming up, we're gonna get you guys power rankings real soon. Uh, make sure you guys enjoy the break we have as far as the NBA goes. Tune into Since the Sandbox. Listen and watch for Dwight this weekend. Peace. <laughs>